0: In the morning. Talking about random
1: stuff, it feels like you're there with them. Good morning. Wake up with them every morning. I wake up with them.
0: I love it because they can get away with more jokes in the morning than they would <laughs> later in the day.
1: 101?
0: We are back. The roads are dry. It's 6:03 Wednesday morning, January 17th. 2024. How's it going, Allison? Welcome back to the studio.
1: Well, it's been such a rocky like morning because like I was a little nervous about driving in this morning and honestly, the hardest part was the very first part. It was getting out of my garage. Like I knew the roads were pretty pretty clear, but right out of my garage it was all snow and I didn't know if it was truly snow or if it had melted a little bit and become like ice. <laughs> and I was so nervous about hitting cars in the parking lot as I was leaving my garage, but then it was fine. So, like, made it. Everything was good. The roads were good. I'm here.
0: Good. Good. <laughs> Welcome into the studio. And you were working from home yesterday. Yes. I uh was amazed at how messed up everything got by, like, just a little dusting of snow. Like, I've heard before that winter weather can mess things up in the South. I had no idea. Like, there was... By the time I left here yesterday, it was, like, quarter to noon, and everything was pretty much dry. Like, the roads were fine except for the shady spots, Mm -hmm. and I'm, like, whoa, but, like, nothing was open. I woke up with a really stuffy nose yesterday, felt like I was getting a cold, so I'm, like, okay, after the show, I'm going to go to Walgreens or whatever. Went to two different Walgreens yesterday Both closed.
1: Well, I would say once you went to the first one, you should assume they're all closed.
0: (laughs) I assumed that maybe that one had like some really bad luck with just all their employees calling off. And the next one would be fine. Went to the second one. It was closed, too. I'm like, really? (laughs) Really? We can't open a Walgreens? Nope. It was crazy. (laughs) I mean, it was half a dusting of snow. Yeah. It was like not that bad. Madison schools are closed today. Too. Well,
1: I did see a lot of like I mean the highways were bad and I did see especially 55 towards Madison was pretty iced over yesterday. So it was pretty dangerous. But I can't
0: imagine it's still iced over today. Like I said, yeah. the roads were basically dry whenever I left here at quarter to noon yesterday. <laughs> like that was why I was so flabbergasted that uh Walgreens was closed because it was I mean So open late, like if people can't get there and leave the house and everything before eight, nine o'clock, whatever time they open, but by noon it was dry i couldn't believe it i was blown (laughs) away but hey that's just me uh officially starting the show right now how is it where you are let us know 601-995-1017 you can call or text us are you jammed up today because the kids are home from school again (laughs) five day weekend yeah for the kids in madison yeah good for them Good luck tomorrow <laughs> and Friday getting anything done. Starting the show with Black and Insane. L-A-Y-O-R-C-H-E. Adam and Allison on Y101 at 613 yesterday. If your routine was off and everything and you weren't able to listen to the show, either go back and listen on the podcast by texting POD, P-O-D to 601-995-1017. But we do want to catch you up right now with the DM dilemma and accused Oscar who feels like He's being framed for things at work, basically.
1: I mean, he is being framed for things. It started with a complaint to his boss that he had been doing drugs, and so he had to take a drug test, which he knew would come back negative, and it did. And then, like, a couple weeks later, he gets called into the boss's office again, and they're like, hey, we found so-and-so's laptop that had been stolen, and it was in your office. Right, and I mean, I
0: feel like that's, like— Obviously, he didn't do it, because he wouldn't just leave this stolen laptop in his office if he was, in fact, the guy who stole it.
1: Well, I I mean, I don't know about that. I think it looks really, really bad for him, and I think it's going to be hard for uh, him to be taken seriously. Like, he either needs to set up some kind of hidden camera or something to try to catch who this is, or if you don't love this job, leave now before you get fired for cause of, like, hey, he's all these accusations are getting stacked up against him and then possibly rumors start spreading for other companies not to hire you.
0: Or do you want to get have it taken to that situation because Natasha wrote, get an attorney. So if you if he were to get fired for stuff that he didn't do and he had an attorney lined up and ready to go, uh, would he be able to sue them for wrongful termination? And then he can take a little vacation. Good well, yeah, for
1: him. but at the same time, that's not worth. Like, first of all, finding an attorney who's going to take on the case is going to be challenging, and then secondly, it's going to be expensive, and y- you have to really want that job or really want to go after someone yeah if you want to take that path not saying don't but be careful (laughs) Uh,
0: leah wrote on the adam and allison instagram that you should just quit just quit find another job get out of there
1: that's what i'm thinking if you don't love it because it sounds like somebody is not going to stop until they get what they want
0: But there were other suggestions of people saying set up a nanny cam, set up some sort of hidden ring camera and see if you can catch the person who's trying to frame you.
1: That was the second part of Natasha's message. She said, be careful if you get the ring camera because it could get you into more trouble. So, you know, she thinks it's a good idea, but also the legal. It sounds like she knows a lot about the legal side because she's the one recommending an attorney. She's like, but be careful because you could get in trouble for having a hidden camera at work, which is technically not your property.
0: Well... That seems messed up if they would get, if you would get in trouble for setting up a hidden camera whenever you think you're being framed, and then you catch somebody trying to frame you, and then you're in trouble for having the hidden camera.
1: But how many times have we had the conversation about how HR and management is designed to protect the company? It's not to protect you. So those laws, those rules are in place to protect the company.
0: Yeah. Yeah a lot yep. of time a lot of times companies make you think that like the HR department is there for you but at the end of the day. It's (laughs) not. No, no, not so much. If you've got thoughts on this and want to let us know on the text line 601-995-1017, we'll run down the stupid national days next.
1: Adam and Allison in the morning on
0: Jackson's number one hit music station, Y101. 623 on Y101, Adam and Allison. It is Popeye Day today. Happy Popeye Day. What? Popeye, like the uh, ca- uh, cartoon character? <laughs> That's so weird. Popeye started as a comic strip called Thimble Feeder in uh 1929 and then it eventually became the Popeye that we all know today did you watch Popeye as a kid
1: yeah I did it was I think it was a big scam to try to get us to eat spinach
0: really you oh think yeah. that that's
1: all that was yeah I, that's what it always felt like because I remember grand my grandparents and my parents would be like see Popeye eats his spinach to get nice and strong
0: was it a ploy to get us to eat sm- spinach or smoke a pipe well, Were they trying to force tobacco on the kids? Tobacco and spinach.
1: It might have been both, but the message I was clearly getting, because then like, I was like, well, let me try some spinach. And I tried it, and I was like, Ugh, this is <laughs> nasty. I don't care how strong it makes me.
0: It's also ditch your New Year's resolution day.
1: how many? See, this is the problem. How many days are we going to have designed? There was like the Quitter's Day, which it's like, oh, everybody's going to quit their New Year's resolution. And then it was like, but don't quit your New Year's resolution day like it's all messaging to get you to feel like a failure
0: yeah yeah i don't like it and maybe because it's popeye day too it's like ditch your new year's resolution and eat more spinach perhaps <laughs> it's also a customer service day so if you work in customer service hats Ooh. off to you today is your day
1: that is necessary and if you go to any place that requires customer service if you call a customer service you know center or you go to a store or a restaurant be on your best I mean, you should always be on your best behavior, but be extra, extra, extra on your best behavior.
0: If you do work in customer service, would you like to share a story of just your worst customer service experience that you've had to deal with as far as like a bad customer? Right. Uh, 601-995-1017. Call or text us. The floor is yours because we would love to call those people's out if you have a story. I worked in customer service for almost two years before I got this job. And I mean there were there were some like really, really good things that happened and there were a lot of good experiences I had dealing with customers, but man, the bad ones outweighed it by far.
1: Mm. I mean, I would like
0: it would, I, it would make me want to ask people, like, how much money do you think I make? Like, do you really think I care that we don't have your malted milk balls right now? <laughs> like, what makes you think I care?
1: But it's not about – I think people like that's goal is one of two things. Either they're just in a bad mood and they want everyone else to be in a bad mood with them – or it's somebody who truly, fundamentally believes if they scream at you, then you're going to sheepishly go to your boss and be like, I got screamed at because X, Y, and Z. And then they're going to sheepishly go to their boss and be like, we had an employee who was screamed at. Which is like, I maybe will tell my boss and my boss will roll his eyes because this is customer service lady. It doesn't work like, I don't have a direct line to the CEO to be like, hey, Mary was mad that we didn't have her balls. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was exactly what it was.
0: I dealt with a woman one time. I was off the clock walking out the door. I was done for the day. And she started barking at me because she didn't want to wait in line to check out at the store. I was like, lady, I don't
1: care. Yeah, I'm off the clock. I'm not getting paid right now. I'm certainly not going to hop on a register when I'm not getting paid to do so. Get over it. Certainly not with your crappy attitude
0: and (laughs) rudeness. Like, I don't have to. I'm not getting paid right now. I'm not getting paid to put up with you. Yeah. And she wanted to know my name and I wouldn't tell her. It was like this fun. Like back and forth. Tell me your name. I'm not going to. Tell me your name. You have to. No, I don't. I literally don't have to. I'm off
1: the clock. If
0: if you have a bad customer service (laughs) story, let us know. You can call or text us. It's Y101. Tate McCray and Greedy's on. 628's on Y101. Adam and Allison. I just happened to look up at the TV. We have the news on and it looks like there's a water main break somewhere in Jackson. I think it's on uh, Livingston Road right now.
1: Yes, that's what they reported.
0: Have you seen anything I was checking all the news sites. Have you seen anything on Facebook about that at all?
1: I haven't seen anything on Facebook yet. And what I wanted to check, I'm on the Jackson Water Facebook page right now just because I feel like any time there is any type of water main break, they do a boil water notice. So I'm trying to figure out, but I don't see anything yet. But we, I'll keep an
0: eye out. We will keep you posted as we find anything out. And if you happen to know anything about that water main break on Livingston Road and wanted to give us a call at 601-995-1017, we'd appreciate the info. Found a story that TSA has released the greatest catches that they made of people trying to get stuff through security in 2023. Some of these are pretty funny.
1: That's super cute.
0: What, did they have the greatest catches?
1: Well, yeah, the idea that they're like, guys, we're going to publish an article of, like, all the best things we did this year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Somebody thought it would be okay to hide some weed inside a diaper.
1: Oh, bad idea. That
0: didn't work. It was an adult woman. She wore a fully loaded diaper.
1: Wait, she wore it on her person?
0: On her person. She oh, wore the lo- lo- the, the weed loaded diaper and tried to get through security, but it did not work. Yeah. Uh, they caught her. Somebody tried to sneak a knife in a prosthetic leg. That happened in Anchorage, and uh, the find wasn't the sharpest idea.
1: That, yeah, yikes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, a knife was found inside a loaf of bread. <laughs> That's pretty funny.
1: I mean, you're going to be able to tell that there's a consistency difference when, like, that goes through the scanner at TSA. It's like, hmm, all soft, squishy, hard knife. <laughs>
0: uh Well, I I have seen before people taking loaves of bread into football games so they could hide either bottles of wine or beer. Like, they hollow out the nice Italian loaf of bread and shove a bottle of wine in but there
1: how would you be allowed to bring a loaf of bread in like that's the part that i don't understand is it's like i would think they would ban all food and beverage because they want to make money off of your food and beverage purchases i mean
0: maybe they were just banking on the fact that the security guards at the football game would just be so amazed that somebody was trying to bring a full loaf of bread
1: but wouldn't that some red flags and be like, why are they bringing a loaf of bread into a football
0: game? Well, I guess it'll raise a red flag if you are like a super security agent. But maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe a security agent that's just a little mid will let the, uh, let the <laughs> loaf of bread through. Uh, coming up next on the show, I want to tell you how you could get extra free stuff on flights. What? Next time you take a flight, you could do one easy thing and you might get an upgrade. You might get from some free beverages. Wow. might get an extra bag of pretzels (laughs) tell you how to do that next
1: adam and allison in the morning on y 101
0: i've got some shopping to do it's y 101 (laughs) adam and allison so i don't own a single piece of clothing that's red i can't think i i it's not a color that i typically wear but they're saying that if you wear red on your next flight that can garner you better attention from the flight attendants
1: What? Yeah,
0: it's the red dress effect. We've talked about it before The guys and girls apparently find people more attractive whenever they're wearing the color red.
1: I've heard that it's good for job interviews too because apparently red makes you look more confident and Uh assertive and so you're more likely to get that job if you wear a red tie or a red shirt, something like that.
0: So, if you wear the color red on your next flight, apparently the flight attendants will pay more attention to you. They'll notice you quicker And be more apt to give you an extra bag of peanuts or, I don't know, maybe even bonus you a free beverage.
1: I love that. Okay, I'm getting on all the Texas Tech websites because their colors are black and red. And I like wearing sweatpants on the airplane. So I'm going to look for an all (laughs) Texas Tech, all red sweatsuit. And that'll be my future plane attire. And I'll see if it works, which I'm not planning on flying anytime soon. but
0: (laughs) I have a flight coming up in a couple weeks. I'm going to go visit my grandparents coming up in a few weeks. And I need to get a red sweatshirt or something. Yeah. Before then, so I can see if it gets me any extra attention.
1: Go to Wally World, pick you up some red shirts or sweatpants or whatever they got, and yeah. uh, try it out. See if you could do all red. Be being all red look i bet that gets you the most attention because people are going to be looking at you like what is he wearing right (laughs) i feel like that would. i don't
0: think i've ever worn a sweatsuit ever in my life but i feel like that would be funny to have like one of those kind of like silky looking sweatsuits that's red a little shiny you know what i'm talking about Silky?
1: i don't know any silky sweat like when i think sweatsuit i think like that jersey nice comfy material oh
0: see i'm thinking like santa's santa's uh clothes
1: no you wore, like, a Santa suit with no fur on it? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> Santa no suit? Belt.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But that, like, material, no. you know what I mean? <laughs> Give me all the drinks? Uh, no, they wouldn't. Maybe maybe some of the flight attendants would want to sit on my lap? They
1: would be very worried, like, what's this guy up to?
0: That's Y101 checking in with what matters <laughs> to the Metro coming in a second. If you had to guess, what do you think Lindsay Lohan was paid for her cameo in Mean Girls?
1: Ooh, probably a lot of money.
0: I'll tell you exactly what she was paid. Coming up in just a second on what matters to the Metro. It's Y101. We are Adam and Allison. And if you think the weather is bad here, and we are dealing with incredibly cold temperatures, it's like 12 hour right now. Mm-hmm. People in Chicago who own Teslas are in bad shape because it is so cold in Chicago right now that cars will not charge. Have you ever tried to use your phone outside whenever it's super cold mm-hmm. and have it die like that? Yeah,
1: I mean, any extreme temperatures, the phone is like, I'm not working. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Same with Teslas. They're not starting. They're not charging. It's a big mess.
1: No juice. It's still on 0%. And this is like three hours this morning being out here. After being out here eight hours yesterday. Man, this is crazy. It's it's, it's a disaster. Seriously.
0: (laughs) Oh, we got a bunch of dead robots out here. It's not plug and go. You have to precondition the battery, meaning that you have to get the battery up to the optimal temperature to accept the fast charge. Yeah.
1: So, I mean... Shouldn't that be, shouldn't that be explained to you before you even purchase the Tesla of like, hey, it, here are some things that are going to happen with the battery and shouldn't you have all the information? So it's like, because how are you if it's like negative six outside, how am I supposed to heat the battery up so it can charge?
0: Uh, I don't know. Maybe some fossil fuels.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> you
0: can heat them up with some natural gas what? or something. I don't know. What matters to the Metro is on right now. A little info to start your day and the cold weather has not only created issues for people driving Teslas, also people trying to fly. 2,200 flights were canceled yesterday, and more than 400 of them were Southwest Airlines flights. That's about 11% of the schedule. Uh, Delays are expected to continue today. So if you're uh, trying to fly today, be wary and uh, check before you get to the airport to see if your flight is delayed. That's caused by both staffing and de-icing fluid shortages at airports across the country.
1: I didn't know de-icing fluid was a thing. You didn't? No. i never heard of it before. They have
0: to spray down the airplanes so they don't get weighed down with ice whenever they're in the air.
1: It sounds like a good idea. <laughs>
0: Speaking of the cold weather, road conditions are improving in the metro, but you're still being advised to watch out and we're getting reports of a water main break on livingston road that's causing delays and the water is pouring out onto the street and it is so cold that's going to freeze up real quick so if you see anything that looks wet just assume that it's frozen hit the brakes a little bit before you get to it like whenever i was driving in this morning i was coming up on a red light and the roads were dry and everything and i was going maybe a little faster than ever than i should have saw at the red light it was all icy it was like oh no so i hit my brakes real quick before i got to the ice just be careful give yourself some extra time wherever you need to go today and finally lindsay lohan i had no idea she was making an appearance in the mean girls musical that just came out no desire to see it myself whatsoever not a musical guy but She was paid half a million dollars for her cameo appearance in the new Mean Girls movie.
1: Good for her. She should be set up with her new baby now uh, with all that extra money.
0: She should be set up. She She should should probably still be set up from the parent trap, if we're being honest.
1: Listen. She, you know, was young and dumb as we all have been. And now she's a mommy and she's got to make some good decisions. And
0: now she's getting rewarded for those young, dumb decisions with half a million dollars for half a day's work. It took her half a day to film her part in Mean Girls. She got half a million dollars. But Mean
1: Girls wouldn't be Mean Girls without Lindsay Lohan. I
0: don't know. Next on the show, what you watching Wednesday? <laughs> what are we doing a deep dive of, Allison?
1: I'm so excited because I love this show, but Leia texted in recommending Letterkenny.
0: We'll take a look at Letterkenny, see if it's worth taking a watch. Next, hang on. Adam and Allison in the morning
1: on Y101 and one.
0: Adam and Allison on Y101. Wednesdays at this time, we'd like to give you a new show to check out in case you're looking for something to binge over the weekend. Now's the perfect time to pick out the show. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, I had a little air bubble there. Oh
1: boy. Yeah, it was
0: weird. Weird. (laughs) Very unprofessional of me. But today on What You're Watching Wednesday, we're looking at Letter Kenny on Hulu.
1: Yeah, Leia had texted in. It has two spinoffs, Little Kenny and Shorzy. She says it's Canadian humor, so it should be right up Adam's alley, and the final season just dropped.
0: I will say I do love this show.
1: Yes, same. I
0: I am curious why it being Canadian means it's right up my alley.
1: Dry humor.
0: Dry humor? Yeah, I
1: think you like dry humor.
0: I thought maybe she was saying, like, since I'm from Pennsylvania... That's basically Canada, so Adam has to like it.
1: Maybe. By the way,
0: Pennsylvania is not basically Canada. No. It's completely different than Canada. (laughs) It's very different, I promise.
1: So the synopsis on Rotten Tomatoes says, This comedy series showcases the antics of the residents of Letterkenny, a small rural community in Canada. Many of the town's inhabitants fall into one of several groups, which include the farmers or hicks, the hockey players or the local skids or the natives who are members of the local first nation.
0: Um I will say if you are not a person who gets dry hu- humor, not the show for you. If you're not the type of person who can like pay attention and focus to a show for like 25 minutes, you're probably not going to like this show either.
1: I would disagree with that just because you hate having to like put your full intention into the show. What I would say and it kind of comes up in one of the reviews is if you Like, it's a lot of inside jokes. It's a lot of, like, just kind of... It's more about the comedy than the storyline. And it's one of those shows that you could watch a random episode without seeing it in order. And, like, you can appreciate it. But if that's not your vibe... You're not going to like it.
0: There's like a different language that they use that you kind of have to pay attention to to get to know. Rob says it's comedic genius. Love this show.
1: Whereas Carson says I watched half an episode which crams the same amount of dialogue as half a season of any other show. No laughs. That's exactly what we were just talking about.
0: And it's like fast paced. It's like moving from one thing to another. Paula says took a few episodes to tune into the slang. But once you get it. This is a gem.
1: So what's really, really bizarre is I guess not enough people have rated this show on Rotten Tomatoes. So they don't have enough critics, which I think that's a good thing. Season one has 100% certified fresh rating, but the remaining 11 seasons have no score. It's just invalid. Interesting. The overall audience score for all 12 seasons is 87%.
0: It's on Hulu if you want to check it out. The other interesting thing about the show Letterkenny is I think it started as like a Twitter account. And it started
1: then, as a YouTube series.
0: And uh, they were just like filming these short little things and then the creator turned it into a whole show. And if you do get really into it and watch it from start to finish, you could see in the first couple seasons there's like no budget. There's yes. no per- production value and then all of a sudden at like season 5 it's like this massive production and I I think it's a great show. Uh, (laughs) Check it out. Letter Kenny on Who the... Pro tip, if you own a business and you play Y101 in your business and an Adam and Allison family member texts us and says, hey, so-and-so's playing Y101, we will give your business a shout-out. Just like we're about to do because Jerry texted us and said Fuel Time off Pearson Road, Pearson in Pearl is playing Y101. So what up, Fuel Time in Pearl? You don't think that's Pearson? Well, he spelled it Pearson.
1: But that's also how you spell Pearson.
0: I don't know about that. No, I think there's an I in Pearson.
1: Pearson could be P-E-A-R. Well,
0: it looks like Pearson to (laughs) me. I don't know, but Fuel Time, what up? Thanks for listening. It's Adam and Allison. We got a uh, DM on Facebook from Daniel wanting to know if we have any more Breaking Benjamin tickets. We do at Y101.com. You can sign up to win those now just by texting the word Ben, B-E-N, to 601-995-1017. And next week, we will have more.
1: Oh, I'm so excited.
0: By the way, it was Pearson Road, but Jerry did spell it wrong, so ha. Ha! <laughs> Coming up in <laughs> just a second, we got the good vibe story of the day.
1: Uh really exciting news coming to Mississippi College Basketball.
0: Let's hear about that in two songs on Y101, less than five minutes away from the good vibe story of the day. Y101, Adam and Allison, Paul Russell. Boom and Allison on Y101, 740. That's coming up in cash in a flash. You could win $200 real soon. And then creepy nice guys. You, have you dealt with them? We want to hear the story coming up, but right now, the good vibe story of the day. What you got,
1: Allison? So this has been a story years in the making. A few years ago, Randy Bolden became the head basketball coach at Mississippi's college, and now he is getting to coach his son, but that's not how it started. His son Rashad originally wanted to play for his dad at Mississippi College whenever he graduated from St. Andrew's Episcopal School, but his dad was like, no, you got to spread your wings. You gotta go, like, you don't wanna be here. You don't wanna be with me. And so he was like, okay. He started playing basketball at Southern Mississippi. After a year, he was like, this isn't the space for me. Entered the transfer portal, ended up at McNeese State. This last year, he was like, still not feeling like this is the right spot for me. So he was like, I know where I'm going to go. He entered the transfer portal again, and now he is at Mississippi College with his dad. So not only are they going to get to, you know, spend this basketball season together and try to make each other better but they're getting to spend more quality time together as a family so just all around good vibes it's
0: like uh totally the opposite of coach prime yeah he's just <laughs> carting his kid around with yeah. him to any school he goes to yeah.
1: <laughs> this dad was like you don't want to be stuck with me yeah
0: yeah but deon sanders man yeah he he's like, like
1: you're coming with yeah, me yeah <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> all right next on the show it's gonna be all about your good vibes what you got did you enjoy a snow day yesterday Ooh. are you just Getting back into the routine now. Let us know what your good vibes are all about. 601-995-1017. Call or text us. Let us know what's making you smile this morning. You never know who needs to hear that positivity on their way to work.
1: Adam and Allison
0: in the morning on Y101. 719 on y101 oh, adam and allison cash in a flash is coming real real soon but first we spread positivity we want to know what's happening in your life that's making you happy Give us a call or text us. You can shout out birthdays. You can be super proud of your kids for doing something really awesome. Good grades, whatever. 601-995-1017. Do you have any good vibes, Allison?
1: I do have a good vibe. Something that I learned yesterday was how much the pandemic really affected me. I think it did make me more of a homebody, but it also made me not want to be stuck at home for an entire day. Because yesterday, I didn't leave the house at all. I didn't really Have a desire to leave the house, but like when I woke up today, I was like, I got to get out of this house. I have to leave. I need, like, hopefully, I can go to work. Hopefully, the roads are good, and they were. And I'm here, and I'm so excited. I'm so happy to be out of the house. My good vibes
0: (laughs) are that yesterday, as I was driving around, I noticed that the roads were mainly just wet by the time I left work yesterday afternoon, except for anywhere where trees were kind of providing some shade. And I noticed that the snow and ice was pretty much completely intact there and it made me think like man back home they would spread salt out that would just melt that real good thank goodness they don't because yes it does make the roads more drivable but thank goodness Mississippi does not spread salt on their roads because it leaves an awful dusty film on your car <laughs> so there's no dusty film you also couldn't drive anywhere
1: yesterday and yeah. some salt may have helped <laughs> to that
0: but the fact that it messes up your car
1: well and also like i kind of have to admit there was still patches of snow at my apartment complex and walking around this morning like it's pretty snow is pretty Yeah, salt not so much. <laughs> Thank goodness there was no
0: salt on the roads yesterday, so we don't have salty cars now. <laughs> Jerry texted us a picture of like a tanker truck, and on the back of the tanker truck, it's just a big smile, smiling face with hearts for the eyes. Did you see that? Oh, that's
1: so cute. Uh,
0: so good vibes from Jerry as well. It's Adam and Allison. Share your good vibes with us whenever you get them. 1017. one zero one seven. It is Adam and Allison. 721 next on the show i can't imagine leaving a tip for this tell you next
1: <laughs>
0: y 101 adam and allison it's 728 it's almost time for you to win 200 on cash in a flash next and i want to know if you've ever been in this situation and you were asked to tip Okay. Listen to this woman who did not expect to be asked to leave a tip in the situation she was in, and yet here we are.
1: I went shopping for my wedding dress like a week and a half ago, and I ended up finding my dress at the first store that I went to. When I went to go pay, they flipped their little iPad around and it asked for a tip. I I did not expect to have to like tip buying a wedding dress, so I'm just kind of like standing there trying to do math in my head because the dress is already expensive, right? And then like a ten percent. on like a $1,500, $2,000 dress is like another $200. If you've ever
0: bought a wedding dress, can you text us if you were asked to leave a tip? 601-995-1017. Also include the year that you did. Like I'm trying to see if it's like really recent that people have been asking to tip on wedding dresses or not. What do you think about this, Allison?
1: So I don't have experience buying a wedding dress, but I do have experience being a bridesmaid. And we went to David's Bridal, which they sell wedding dresses as well. And I remember I had to buy my own bridesmaid's dress, which, you know, it's typical. And it was on the cheaper end as far as dresses, but it was still expensive. It was like 200 bucks. And I remember, I would remember if they would ask for a tip on that $200 because I was a poor college student. I didn't have the $200 to begin with.
0: So what year was this?
1: That was in 2011. No. 20. 20- 13 okay so 2014 it was 2014 yeah so
0: so like nine years ago they were not asking to tip i i would love to know the difference between like alterations and everything in a wedding dress versus a bridesmaid dress i would think if you're going to tip on one you would have to tip on the other too
1: well typically okay so a wedding dress typically wherever you buy it i think they would do alterations for you to make sure it fits and then bridesmaids dresses you could do you could either take it somewhere for alterations which is what i chose um because i it i gotten alterations done before i've gotten alterations done since and they didn't ask for a tip i didn't leave a tip even though because like i'm paying the person who's doing the alterations like you're getting a substantial fee and i feel like you deserved it because you did something i didn't want to do
0: but i mean devil's advocate same thing with restaurants really like you're paying for the food and everything but you tip there
1: no because typically if it's alterations it's like i've only been to alterations where it's like a small operation where it's like one two people so they own that they get all the money they decide their prices whereas like a restaurant a server doesn't own that restaurant usually. They're not the person making the decisions. And also there's a lot of weird laws in place with that where if they get so many tips, they don't get as much money. It's, it's a weird system.
0: So put yourself in that situation. Maybe it's not a wedding dress that you're buying, but a bridesmaid dress or some ballroom gown or something. And they flip the iPad around and you have an option to tip. Are you hitting no tip or are you leaving a tip? I'm hitting no tip. That's what I would think. And I'm. I mean, the closest thing that I could come to that is I've been in a couple different weddings and had to get like measured uh, for my tuxedo and everything. And I would never tip on yeah. that like what yeah. are I mean, you measuring me like that's your j-o-b
1: and like she said i mean wedding dresses even on the cheap end are going to be hundreds of dollars they can be thousands of dollars they can be tens of thousands of dollars they're expensive products so if i'm paying that much already i'm not really expecting to pay a tip
0: you are two and a half minutes away from your chance at winning two hundred dollars on cash in a flash don't move. Adam
1: and Allison on Y101. Y101, cash in a flash. 60 seconds. Ten questions. 200 dollars
0: Yo Joe, what you doing right now?
1: Uh, low cruising to work. <laughs> the work. Any issues <laughs> on
0: the road? Any wet spots? Any frozen spots?
1: Um, it's uh Atkins Road,
0: uh, county line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going down. I'm I'm, I'm going down Bailey now, but Bailey's pretty good. All right, good deal, good deal. Glad to hear that. All right, well, stay nice and safe. And we've got ten questions and sixty seconds on the clock. If you answer all ten correctly, we'll give you two hundred dollars, Joe. Sounds good. If you don't know an answer, just say pass. In three, two, one. What is the shape of a yield sign?
1: Uh, upside down triangle.
0: O'Hare International is an airport located in what city?
1: New York City.
0: Fairways, greens, and bunkers are all part of the course for what sport? Soccer. Name one of the awards that make up the EGOT Club. Emmy. What state is Albany the capital of? New York. Fluoride is a chemical commonly used to benefit what body part? Chief. A fish is the symbol for what zodiac sign? Pisces. True or false, high noon hard seltzers are currently the number one selling alcohol in America. True. What is
1: 48
0: plus 22? 48 plus, Uh 60. What Y101 artist sings the song Lil Boo Thing?
1: Uh, what's the guy named? Uh, Carlos? Carlos Alright, time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good guess. <laughs> <laughs> or at least it made me laugh. All right, Joe, we did really, really well. So we just got a few wrong. Chicago uh, is the city oh, middle- that yep. I knew that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have PS- now. <laughs> PSTD now. <laughs>
0: PSTD. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. because yeah. I knew that. <laughs> Golf is the sport with fairways, greens, and bunkers. Oh. You know what? Okay, yeah. So I wasn't closed. listening right there. I was too excited. Plus 22 is 70. <laughs> and little Boo thing is sang by Paul Russell. Oh, Paul Russell. But Where? we're still walking away with
0: $60. Hey, I'll take it. I will take it. <laughs> Joe killing it this morning, man. What are hey. we gonna do with the extra 60 bucks? Sixty bucks. Um apparently probably going on the light bill. <laughs> oh, paying bills with that sixty. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, man. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday. You were a lot of fun on cash in a flash. Do you think you've ever been a creepy, nice guy? Have you ever tried to be nice to a girl, but you uh, think it ended up creepy?
1: Oh, Probably, probably to a guy, not to a girl. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean
0: to assume anything there, Joe. My fault. What do you think you've done that was creepy? Nice to a guy.
1: Um, maybe like just 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 texting too much, maybe.
0: All right, all right. I got gotcha. you. I,
1: gotcha.
0: <laughs> I would say that that, I mean, it can be creepy. Nice being too overactive on text. But some of these that people are spilling on Reddit, way worse yeah, than that.
1: that. I feel like there's another echelon. That's maybe a little needy. And then there's like the guys who it's like they assume that nice guy persona. But deep down, they're creeps.
0: So do you have a story like that if a guy was like trying to Get you interested in him, show you what a nice guy he was, and it just was creepy. You just feel ugh whenever you think about it. Give us a call or text us that story, 601 995 1017. We've got some from Reddit that we'll share next, and I'd love to hear what happened to you.
1: Adam and Allison in the morning on y
0: Adam and Allison on Y101. So a guy thought he was being nice, but it was actually really, really creepy and gave you like the chills or something. 601-995- 1017. Do you have a story like that that you could share with us? Call or text us. Would love to hear what you have to say. Have you experienced this before?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I don't I don't buy that it's they oh they think they're being so nice I mean I think on some level there's a little bit of delulu that it's like I'm a nice guy but really it's like no you are being a creep everything you're doing is being a creep so
0: I also I keep saying guys 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 dudes whatever girls do this too and I've had it happen to me where uh, this was probably I don't know seven eight years ago or something but I was looking through my phone just this morning so I could refresh my memory of what happened with this story, a girl started texting me that I had never given her number to. And I asked her like, who is this? And she said something, I guess that day on my radio show that I was doing, I was complaining about a customer service representative from a grocery store. Oh, and she said that it was the customer service rep that I was complaining about on the air that I had like filed a complaint and they gave my number to her or something and then she's like no i'm just kidding it's your secret admirer or i have a crush on you or something
1: oh that's so creepy and i was
0: like well how did you get my number and then she, like, did said some roundabout thing or something, which was a lie. She wouldn't send a picture of herself. Eventually, I got out of her that she saw my profile on Tinder and recognized me from listening to me on the radio. And then Googled my name and my phone number came up.
1: It's very stalkerish.
0: Extremely stalkerish. Yeah. And then, oh, it was so, it was, I mean, it's such a long story, but I was incredibly creeped out
1: yeah you should have been creeped out
0: uh 601-995-1017 there are there's a reddit thread happening right now and just one of these this will give you the chills it said The girl writes, he showed up at my work uninvited, hid around the corner, and then he texted me that I looked great in my sweater.
1: Uh, ugh.
0: How creepy is that? Like, how did that guy not know that that was going to be creepy?
1: That's exactly what I mean. Like, there are so many guys that I've run into that it's like, you know you're being a creep. Just stop.
0: Hmm. Another one says... He said he was feeling lonely and asked for a hug. Anytime I've ever seen a gr- guy ask a girl for a hug.
1: It's creepy. It's creeped it's me creepy. out. It's creepy, yes. Yep, yep. Uh,
0: I'm generally not a hugger, but I gave him a hug, and he went straight in for the
1: kiss. Ew, I don't Get think I've here. ever backed
0: away from anyone else that fast ever. So a guy was doing something that could be Conceived as nice, but it actually wasn't. It was really creepy. It gave you goosebumps how creepy it was. What did that guy do? 601 995 1017. And check out new music from Tyla. It's Water on Y 101. Call now. 803 on Y 101. Adam and Allison. I feel like definitely most girls have a story of a guy doing something that the guy hoped she would view as nice. And it's like, how did you think that I wasn't going to be creeped out by that? Mm. Uh, 601-995-1017. This one says, he called my parents' house phone. I never gave him that number. I
1: don't even know that number. (laughs) So he, like, looked
0: it up in the phone book or online or something? Yeah,
1: that's going to come across as stalkerish.
0: This one says, I was out to dinner with him and my husband. He told my husband that he was going to steal me away and that if he... Had found me first, my husband would have never had the chance.
1: That's really weird. Like, she's taken.
0: Um, Another one says, I had a nice guy roommate at one point. But she has nice guy Mm -hmm. in air quotes. Uh, He was always polite and cordial. My cat was ill and spent the majority of the time in my room. I set up a pet camera in my room so I could keep an eye on her while I was at work. One day I checked the camera and it just so happened to see my nice guy roommate crawling around out of my Closet on all fours. It's weird. Isn't it? That's really bizarre. What nice guy, nice guy, creepy thing? Do you have in your life? Do you, Do you have a story about this? Six zero one nine nine five one zero one seven. I I don't understand how some dudes think that behavior like this is gonna get them any brownie points.
1: Well, I think there's two different types. Like the more I think about it, there are two different categories, and I've been debating like what story I've faced that I want to share, and I think there so first was a guy friend who I got close to over the summer and I remember like we had very candid conversations I had a crush on this boy I was like I wanted to date this boy and I told him openly I told him who it was because like we were hanging out all the time and I remember he asked me to go to the movies with some friends so it was like a group of people I didn't realize the group of people was another couple and then at the movies he tried to put his hand on my leg and I removed his hand and then after the movie I, I was very upset and he was like why are you mad and i was like i told you i have a crush on this boy it's not you i'm not trying to date you i'm trying to date this guy so it's like any i think he was a nice enough guy but that was creepy
0: yeah I could see I I don't think you're wrong for being creeped out by that I also don't know if he's 100% in the wrong for doing that just because there I feel like are so many different articles that put stupid ideas in people's heads about like different signals like if a girl talks to you about her crush does that mean she actually has a thing for you No,
1: it means that she likes whoever she's talking about I'm here to set the record straight so again like I'm not calling him a guy who's actually a creep that was just creepy yeah but then there are guys who i think are creeps but they try to pass themselves off as nice guys so they can get away with stuff and that's the example of my very last tinder date and probably the reason that i have not gone on another date from a dating app since because like I should have known red flag number one whenever he wouldn't tell me where the first time we were meeting, we had only talked on the app, and he wouldn't tell me where we were meeting so I couldn't drive my car. Like, I told him, I want to drive my car. So then not only did he pick me up he was in control he knew where I lived and I, he was upset that I wouldn't like I walked to the front of my apartment complex to meet him instead of letting him pick me up at my actual apartment like I should have turned it down at that point but for some reason I kept going with it until like the end of the night where I realized he wanted to control everything and it was very obvious that he expected while well, I drove you around I should get to Go up to yours, and it's like you're the one who insisted.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that is that's a really good example because I feel like the st- storybook fairy tale type thing is oh, the guy picks you up and sweeps you off your feet. But blah, yeah, blah, 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 but blah. if you,
1: it's a first time meeting and you're saying, Hey, I want to meet you at whatever location, I don't want you driving me, I want to have my car there, and he's like, No, no, <laughs> that's a problem.
0: It's Adam and Allison on Y101 and Jelly Roll. Thirteen on Y101, Adam and Allison, if you're about to go into the office, I don't want you to miss this story of something I witnessed yesterday in a grocery store. Oh, no. (laughs) I'll tell you at 846, but you can stream us live once you get into work if you go to Y101.com or tell your smart speaker if you have one in the office to play Y101. You're set and you'll hear the story of what I witnessed, something being bought yesterday that was... It's just kind of funny.
1: But uh, now
0: let's get into what matters to the Metro. Yesterday, 2,200 flights were canceled because of the winter blast across the country. 400 of them were Southwest flights. That's about 11% of their schedule. Delays are expected to continue today. So if you're headed to the airport do a little look-see and see if your flight is delayed or canceled and locally road conditions have improved a little bit but with the temperatures remaining below freezing uh through this morning there can still be some slick spots good rule of thumb if you see something that looks wet assume it's frozen uh temperatures will get out of the 20s and 30s this afternoon so hopefully by tomorrow everything will be back to normal i've not seen any updates on the water main break on livingston road have you allison
1: i just looked it up yep so there is a a water main break on livingston road near ridgeway street and jackson water has issued a statement saying that they are anticipating more than usual volume of pipe breaks today as the ground thaws so just if you see something Ah. Maybe report it.
0: Uh, Yeah, they they say that the whole water situation is much helped by the community letting them know if there's running water, where there should not be running water. Absolutely. And if you saw Mean Girls over the weekend, you probably saw Lindsay Lohan and her little cameo that she did. She was able to film that cameo in like four hours. That was all the work she had to do. What do you think they paid her? Half a million dollars.
1: She earned it. You, you really you She's think? the face of Mean Girls. So yeah, like she I don't know. She uh, deserves it.
0: Half a million dollars. Good for, for her and her My agent. My goodness. <laughs> uh next on the show, how can you tell if somebody is a psychopath just by looking at their hand? What? I will tell you this next.
1: Adam and Allison on Y101
0: spot a psychopath by looking at their hands it's why 101 adam and allison this is official research this isn't some crud that somebody just made up apparently psychopaths are more likely to have a ring finger that is longer than their pointer finger
1: I mean, that just feels like a stretch.
0: Uh, There was a team that did the research on it, and they found that the lower the 2D-4D ratio, i.e. shorter index finger, longer ring finger, are already known to be more commonly associated with the dark triad of traits and aggressive behavior. Dark triad traits are highly socially discouraged attitudes, namely Machiavellianism. How would I do with that?
1: Decent. Thank
0: you. (laughs) Narcissism and psychopathy.
1: Interesting.
0: So do you buy into that? Are no. you going to be, if you are, you know, ha- becoming friends with somebody, are you going to look at their hands and see if their ring finger is longer than their pointer finger?
1: Listen, like, that's just as awkward to try to, like, look at somebody's hand and figure out, because that's a hard thing to tell if somebody's moving their hands a lot. Like, you'd have to be like, let me see your hand. Can I hold your hand? Can I see? Like, that's creepy. It's, like, worse than a girl being like, let me see the guy's size feet. You oh, know, like, oh, <laughs> I, I was okay. Like, I feel like it's a similar mentality, but I also feel like it means nothing. Like, there's so much psychology that goes into psychopathy, into narcissism. I probably a lot that goes into Machiavellianism, but like, I don't know. I'm not looking at anybody's hands anytime soon.
0: Are you saying that size and psychopathy don't matter? That's a hard word for me to say.
1: Psychopathy?
0: Psychopathy.
1: Yeah, it's a tough word. Why is it psychopathy? Yeah. No, I'm with you because it's like a psychopath versus psychopathy. It it feels weird. Very
0: difficult. Very difficult. (laughs) These science people make it really hard on people. Uh, (laughs) Next on the show, I want to tell you about a food that I am convinced I invented I think I invented this. You may think I am a psychopath for inventing this food. And I want to know if you've ever invented a food yourself. Wait till you hear. I I swear you're going to try it and love it. It's delicious. I'll tell you about it next. Have you ever invented a food before? It's (laughs) Y101, Adam and Allison. I am convinced I invented a new food. Okay. It is chili cheese dog pizza
1: okay explain it's
0: very simple you just take a pizza crust like you normally would Mm -hmm. instead of marinara sauce you take chili spread that out as if it's the tomato sauce that I, that tracks. Then on top of that, some kind of Mexican cheese, Monterey Jack, Pepper Jack, cheddar, a combination of the three, whatever you want.
1: Okay. Then on top of that,
0: you dice up hot dogs. Not really dice up. You slice up hot dogs into little pucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sprinkle them on top, bake it. You got chili cheese dog pizza.
1: I don't hate it.
0: It's delicious. Yeah,
1: it feels honestly like a smarter way to eat a chili cheese dog just because it's going to be significantly less messy. But I think I invented that. I've never seen it anywhere.
0: If you would like to take a look at what my chili cheese dog pizza looked like that I made for myself <laughs> yesterday, that I invented, <laughs> uh, text the word FACE, F-A-C-E, to six zero one 995 We'll send you a link to the Adam and Allison Facebook page. There might be a couple posts ahead of it, but tell me it does not look delicious.
1: It does look tasty. And again, like chili cheese dogs are a messy food. Uh-huh. Uh, so that does get rid of a lot of the mess, which for me... I like. I'm already a messy enough eater. I don't need messy foods.
0: I was. I posted it on Facebook yesterday, right after it came out of the oven. BJ said, "So much heartburn." I know, but <laughs> worth it. But worth it. Then somebody <laughs> wanted me to take the hot dog off, but do polo sausage? Do you know what polo sausage
1: is? It, maybe it's like shortened for Polish sausage.
0: Oh, uh, oh, maybe.
1: That's what I thought whenever I read it. Oh, see, I'm Polish. I should know that. Yeah, you should.
0: Dang. <laughs> Anna said, I mean, i try it. Definitely not something that has ever crossed my mind on pizza. So Anna is confirming that I invented this. There you go. <laughs> Make it a trend. I mean, I, it was homemade chili that I used. I had a little bit of leftovers. So I just decided to put that on. I got some hot dogs, sliced them up, put them on top. But you, I'm sure, could use like Hormel canned chili mm-hmm. and just put that on there. Craig um,
1: says we used to eat that as kids in the 80s, so apparently you didn't invent it. <laughs> Craig! Why are
0: you ruining my life, Craig? Why couldn't you just let me have this, that I invented it? Well. um, but Have you ever invented a food, no, Allison? No, no? I'm
1: like... I, I don't know. I'm very lazy when it comes to food. I like minimal amount of preparation and minimal amount of dishes. Well, this
0: was pretty minimal. Like, it's easy to put together a pizza, assuming you're not making the crust from scratch. Yeah, like, that's I wasn't fair. doing that.
1: That's fair. But yeah, I'm just not, I guess I'm not very adventurous. I'm trying to think if
0: I've ever invented any other foods.
1: Well, it sounds like he didn't invent this one, so. <laughs> yeah,
0: Craig. Craig and I are going to have to have a talk about How to not kill my joy.
1: (laughs) Yes, because that's Christ's responsibility to make sure that you have joy.
0: Uh, If you've ever invented a food, you can text us at 601-995-1017. Search Adam and Allison on Facebook so you can see my my invention from yesterday, my chili (laughs) cheese dog pizza. Uh, Give us a like on Facebook, too, as well, if you don't mind.
1: Adam and Allison in the morning on Y101.
0: Why 101, Adam and Allison, stores locking up some of the merchandise. Not exactly a new thing. But I never thought I would hear of socks and underwear being locked up. What? It's happening in California, like San Francisco, where essentially it feels like they've decriminalized shoplifting.
1: I think they did decriminalize it. Like for That's real. That's crazy.
0: Real. That, that is yeah. bonkers to me. <laughs> Drives me. Do you ever go into a store and get completely annoyed at what they have locked up?
1: Well, but also i'm with you to an extent and i don't know what happened but within like the last year or something i can't go to a store and find a product that hasn't been tampered with like i Mm. used to get you know just shampoo and conditioner and body lotion at like the drugstore and i can't go without it being tampered with so now i'm having to buy those products on amazon which i don't like doing oh
0: see there's one pharmacy that i used to go to a bunch and then they started locking up their deodorant Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to a different place i'm not i'm not asking somebody to unlock the deodorant they lost my business
1: well yeah but fair but would you want deodorant that had been tampered with because mm, that no. feels like that's the alternative
0: yeah but it's easy to tell if deodorant's been Tampered with or not because it has that plastic thing on it. You but know you what have I mean?
1: to check that. Well,
0: that's fine by me. Okay. I uh, hear some people talking about the socks and underwear being locked up in the store. It comes to the point like, how, how ghetto does it look that they have to lock up the socks to, or you know, whatever it is that they have? under key. If I was getting socks right now, it would be very inconvenient. I'd be very upset. I got to call somebody to come open up the counter for me to get socks. That is uh, crazy to know that the socks and the underwear are being put under lock. The cost will go up. Our, Our residents will have to pay more. Or they'll have to commute and travel farther to pick up their, their groceries, to pick up their socks. And it's, it's really going to be hurting our community. Yeah, it's, it hurts the businesses because, like, I mean, i I said I'm not going to this pharmacy anymore because they have their stuff locked up that shouldn't really need to be locked up. Yeah, In my opinion. No,
1: and I'm with you. Like, it makes me sad because, like, I, there's a bunch of stuff that I never would have thought I would buy online. I, mm-hmm. I knew people who did that, but I was like, that's not me. I can go to the store when I need to get things like, you know, shampoo or socks. Mm-hmm. But now, because of all these inconveniences, and like, I'm the worst at checking products. So I get home, I paid the money, I find out somebody dipped their finger into my cream. It's like, gross. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isolate that. <laughs> Ha
1: ha ha <laughs> and so now I'm having to buy those products online, which is such a pain. And also, like, I don't want all that money to go to Amazon. Yeah. Like, yes, I love Amazon, but they're already rich enough. They don't need me to buy my socks there, too. It
0: drives me nuts whenever I hear people, like, defending shoplifters, whenever it's like, well, it's a big corporation. Walmart can stand to lose, you know, that business but or we lose all that pay. product. But we all pay yeah. the price for it. Like, yeah. your neighbor, it's not Walmart who's paying the price. It's your neighbor who works at the Walmart and has to explain why they're not making any profit on their deodorant because it's all getting shoplifted. That's who you're hurting
1: listen i learned exactly how corporations operate whenever we live through hurricane michael and panama city and the power company that was over that area oh, yeah. there were a <laughs> lot of damages that they had to pay for and it's like yeah you should you're a big corporation you have the money and i remember they issued out a statement saying we're making every single resident every single person who has power pay this much extra so we can cover the cost of our damages yet people had to pay for their own stuff oh it infuriated me it still infuriates me
0: next on the show i saw something hilarious at a grocery store i was expecting this product to be locked up and it wasn't and i watched a guy buy it and it was hilarious and i'll tell you what it was (laughs) next on why 101 adam and allison doja cat now yeah yeah Uh, do you ever people watch all the time. It's why 101, Adam and Allison, I did some fantastic people watching yesterday. <laughs> uh, I have a bit of the sniffles a little bit, so I had to go to the store to pick up some like cold medicine and whatnot. And I had a specific thing that I was looking for, refill salt, salt packets for my neti pot. Nice. I have a neti pot to wash out my nose and everything. <laughs> and I was taking a long time in the cold medicine section because I could not find the refillable salt packets for my neti pot. And the cold medicine section at this store is right next to the family planning section. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. And somebody else, another guy, had entered the this little aisle. At the same time that I had. And he was just kind of loitering there, like looking real hard at the supplements. And I'm taking a long time, and he's not making any moves. So I decide to, like, double back around. I'm going to leave the aisle and double back around. Well, as soon as I leave, this guy takes off as well. I'm like, oh, I wonder if that guy is like me who wouldn't want to buy any of the family planning products in front of somebody else. Oh. (laughs) So it just kind of made me laugh. I took note of it. So they didn't have my salt for my neti pot so i go to check out i bought a couple a couple other things from the cold medicine section The only registers that were open at this grocery store were the self-checkout lines yesterday. I'm assuming because everybody called off because the roads were dry at this point in the (laughs) afternoon. So anyway, I see he is at the uh, self-checkout area and I see him leave. So that's the only register open. So I help myself up to where the now open self-checkout line and I see he didn't pay. And I see what he bought. He bought generic plan B. Oh, wow. Which I thought was hilarious to be, just be buying randomly in the middle of the day. It looked like he was wearing like a work vest and work boots. He was on his lunch break going to get the generic plan B, which I thought was really funny. That you put a smile on my face. It's
1: interesting people watching because you instantly have an idea of something happening in their life. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. By the way, I've never been in a position to need to buy that, but I can't imagine that I would opt for the generic plan version of that <laughs> i would pay the whole 52 instead of 39.99 oh, wow. so anyway i'm thinking he stole this item and he just tricked everybody by scanning it into the register and and take it off so i'm like oh no well then he comes back and sees me at the register and is like what the heck's going on and i noticed why he left he went to get two dozen
1: roses (laughs) so it was so
0: funny to me that this guy first of all is like sneakily trying to buy whatever he was trying to buy from family planning and then he's like i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be romeo and show up with two dozen roses and this generic whatever
1: I feel so bad for this guy because you are literally his worst nightmare like I mean I've never had to buy anything like that but even like like when I have to buy feminine products yeah it like not that I'm ever hiding them but like I don't like like one time the the cashier made a comment I was really? buying like chocolate at the same time they were like oh it's that kind of week guy and or girl cashier it was a woman but still it was like that's none of your business like i could be (laughs) buying it for my friend i could be buying it for my like you don't know what's going on stop and so nobody wants to be like made to feel like other people are aware whenever they're buying items like that like you said so the fact that it's like he's so secretive he saw you at whenever he was trying to get it he sees you at the checkout you stumble on his register and see what he's (laughs) like and now you're exposing him to literally everyone like you are his worst nightmare you done the most disservice to this man i
0: wonder if he's listening right now that would be hilarious see if it was me in that situation and i heard it on the radio i would think like oh that's actually kind of funny that somebody noticed and i was trying to be so sneaky i'd be a little embarrassed but it would be funny (laughs) you know ultimately ultimately a funny thing
1: yeah i'm sure (laughs)
0: made me laugh yesterday, though. I was cracking up people watching. Adam and Allison in the morning on Jackson's number one hit music station, Y101. Could you imagine if your car's heat wasn't? Just nine days away from Breaking Benjamin, live in the Metro.
1: And it's going to be a special unplugged performance. You got to get these tickets. You can
0: oh city hall live in brandon is where the show is going to be tickets are on sale and you can win some
1: yeah if you text ben ben to 601-995-1017
0: adam and allison on Y 101 read a really surprising story this morning about the average 50 year old and what the average 50 year old man has
1: okay this is
0: crazy i can't believe that this is average okay <laughs> Nobody is going to like me talking about this story more than a 50-year-old man. Okay. I'll tell you what the average 50-year-old man in America has in two songs. You're not going to believe it. And it also might change your age preferences for who you're looking to date. Tell you about this next. We
1: go together.
0: 913 on Y101 Adam and Allison what do you think the net worth of the average 50 year old person the average person the average american in their 50s what do you think their net worth is
1: i'm sure more money than i'll ever see in my lifetime
0: 1.1 million dollars is the average net worth of an american in their
1: 50s that makes sense
0: um now it is a, a bit skewed because That also takes into account everybody who's like super rich and a billionaire. Like Elon Musk would go into this. I don't know if he's quite 50 yet, but whenever he is 50, he'll go into it. (laughs) Um, So it's a bit skewed. If you look at the median median net worth of somebody in their 50s, it's only $300,000. And that does take into account retirement accounts and any property that they may own, which that seems kind of low if it's taken into account property.
1: Yeah, that bums me out. That tells me that it's just as skewed for people in their 50s as it is for people in their 20s. Like, there's a large portion, or there's a small portion of people who have a lot of money, and then everybody else, it's like... Good luck.
0: Yeah, have fun.
1: (laughs) Figure it out. Um, But I was wondering
0: if this would maybe change somebody's age preferences on, like, Tinder. Like, is there someone out there who's, like, it was at 35 to match their age a little
1: bit better? It's like, oh, let's
0: back that bad boy up to 55.
1: I wouldn't think that would change anybody's, like... Tinder preferences only because it's never been a secret that you're more likely to find somebody richer if you go older because they've had a longer amount of time to accumulate more wealth. Mm -hmm. So I feel like people who that's what they're after, maybe they're not really looking for love. They're looking for some deep pockets like they were already willing to date somebody older.
0: But then again, if you are, say, an older guy who's in his 50 and he's constantly chasing after people in their mid 20s, is he going to run out of money? Has he spent too much money chasing the uh, the 25-year-olds?
1: And the rude awakening is, is the median age nowhere near a million? So it's not like every 50-year-old guy on Tinder. In fact, if they are 50 years old and on Tinder, they're probably not one of the millionaires.
0: Oh, you just upset a lot of people.
1: That's fine. <laughs>
0: there, There's some guy in his truck right now white-knuckling it, right? Just
1: angry at you. I'm not saying that it's not on there. That's just not going to be the majority. It's Y101. Adam and Allison. Speaking of money, if you want to win money
0: on Cash in a Flashback Friday, but you missed Cash in a Flash this morning, we'll do the recap in two songs on Y101. Never have to miss a second of the show. Even once you go into work, you can stream us at Y101.com or tell your smart speaker to play Y101. And if you're new to our show, hi, we're Adam and Allison. It's great to meet you. I don't have a dog, Allison. You do have a dog? Yes, I. Do. And have you ever thought about what you would do if you were in the situation where you're on a walk with your dog and your dog gets attacked by a wild animal?
1: Yeah, I definitely think about it. You've
0: ran this scenario through your head.
1: Yeah, especially whenever I was living in Florida because Florida has some of the craziest wild animals. A lot of snakes, a lot of crocodiles. Mississippi's got uh, alligators too. That's true. But yeah, I was like very nervous when I would take him to parks and always hyper Vigilant. <laughs> I
0: want to know how you think you would fare in the situation that a guy named Timothy was in in South Carolina the other day. I'll tell you what happened to him and his Chihuahua Roxy Aww. next on Y101. Why? Well, I- 101 it's adam and allison at 9 38 how do you think your dog seely would fare against a coyote he wouldn't you don't think
1: no you wouldn't fare well against any kind of wild animal
0: jerry wants to know what animal we're fighting today yeah coyotes so this happened in south carolina timothy snipe was out for a walk with his chihuahua roxy oh roxy saw something that tim didn't see quite yet she saw a coyote like in the woods and the coyote was eyeing her up as well but the chihuahua decided to dart for the coyote I don't know if it thought it was a fun friend or if this chihuahua Roxy thought that it could take the coyote but it definitely could not so Tim was able to run and intervene he gets bit in the leg by the coyote but eventually chased it off and saved his chihuahua how do you think you would do if a chihuahua decided to or if I'm sorry a coyote decided that it was going to make a meal out of your dog's
1: Um, I probably wouldn't do well, but I know exactly what I would do because I was in a similar situation here in Mississippi. Uh, my apartment, there is like a lot of woods around it, and I've seen quite a few stray dogs. And it's always Ooh. nerve-wracking because, you know, it's dogs that are just off a leash. You don't really know if they're going to be friendly or not. And some of the encounters, it's like, they're not really near you. They're scared of you. But there was one encounter where I did not see the dogs. And next thing I knew, the dogs were up on me. And I picked my dog, Sealy, up. And I used my best mom voice. And I was like, "No." no and they didn't listen luckily they were friendly but i was like moving quickly trying to get they followed me all the way up the stairs to my apartment they were like trying to get in and i did kind of feel bad because they seemed like sweet babies that were just trying to be loved but at the same time i was worried about my baby yeah and it's like you don't come so if it was a coyote that was trying to attack tealy it would definitely attack me
0: we had a dog uh actually holly still alive and kicking somehow she's like 14 now and she lives with my brother in delaware but uh, she used to live with my parents and then ryan collected her up but anyway they have a neighbor who had a pit bull and it was not a well-trained pit bull also i'm not trying to be anti-pit bull i think pit bulls are probably great dogs but you know how they say you have to be it's all about the owner yeah absolutely for a long time i thought that meant okay as long as you don't train the pit bull to fight it'll be a fine dog that's not the case like if you're not a strong dog owner if you don't know what you're doing whenever it comes to training dogs you're going to have a pit bull that likely will be dangerous to people
1: i mean i would say that for all dog breeds like i was completely inexperienced with my dog seely there's a lot of things i would do differently now he's not the best dog and luckily he's 11 pounds
0: well and that's just the thing like right. if if you raised a pit bull the exact same way it would be a raised, terrible dog
1: it would be a yeah. problematic
0: dog Yeah, it is liable to attack people well anyway their neighbor's pit bull was that, that exact thing it would like jump over the fence and i remember my dad being convinced that he would be able to handle let's just say the pit bull with his bare hands wow if it came to if it came between the pit bull and and holly
1: i mean that's how parents are with their kids and like a lot of pet owners feel that way about their pets it's like you're not going to attack my baby
0: but then again and you know the pit bulls i mean they're solid muscle but still they're kind of small like you'd think you'd be able to handle them but do you remember that story from a few years ago there was like a pack of toxins that attacked and killed a lady yep that's crazy.
1: It's nuts. Dachshunds are like 10 pounds. They're tiny. <laughs> yeah.
0: You wouldn't think a whole pack of them would be able to take down a grown woman. but No, uh, you wouldn't. <laughs> it's Y101, Adam and Allison, Jelly Roll. It to- Adam and Allison on Y101. We were talking about a guy who fought off a coyote defending his little chihuahua. And I was mentioning that my dad said that he could take a pit bull with his bare hands. Yeah. If it came to him protecting our dog, Holly. Uh, Jerry's here with one foot. Final comment for the day. <laughs> what do you got, Jerry? Your dad
1: was actually
0: right. Um, you know, you taking care of a dog with your bare hands is not that hard. Um, <laughs> but there there is a there's a trick and something you have to know. You know the Vicks Vapor Rub? Uh, yes. Yeah, chest and under the nose a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta keep a little jar of that on you. All right. All right. So, as soon as everything pops off, you pop that jar out, you stick your finger in it. Uh huh. Okay. And then you want to find the rear end of the dog. Okay. Your dog's safe now. Oh as, soon as, that gets, as soon as that vic gets anywhere near the backside, the burn is going to start. Tail go right between the legs and it whimpers. Okay. He's going to need some preparation, Jay. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, will be good. You too. We will talk to you tomorrow. What you got planned for the rest of your Wednesday?
1: Oh, uh, I need to figure out food. I, I went through all my snow snacks in one day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness it wasn't a blizzard.
1: I know. I was preparing for hibernation, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, well, we got to get out of here for the day. But if you want to follow along with us, we're on Facebook. You can check out my food invention from yesterday. Uh, text the word face, F-A-C-E, to 601. 601- one nine nine five one zero one seven. Hump Day Dump Day memes of the week on the Adam and Allison Instagram page. If you want to see those, A-D-A-M-N-A-L-L-I-S-O-N. Follow us and we will follow you right back. And check out anything you may have missed on the show with the podcast today. Uh, you can get that anywhere you get podcasts or at Y101.com on the a a page. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Whoa.